Unless your children have a vital, growing, personal relationship with Jesus, they will never meet their full potential and all God has created them to be. Join me this week as I talk about leading your children to Christ. Hi, and welcome to the Raising Kids on Your Knees podcast. Raising Kids on Your Knees is a ministry dedicated to equipping you to pray and parent life into the lives of your children. I am your host, Tina Smith. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here with me. My prayer for you is that your time here will help you grow in freedom and victory in Christ so that your prayers for your children are powerful and effective. As a parent who is a follower of Jesus Christ, it is your primary goal to lead your children to Jesus. There's no greater privilege than to lead your children to salvation. Let's face it, those you love are the only thing you can take to heaven. Your mission field is laid right before you from the day your children come into the world, and it is your primary mission field. This is the very first step in your spiritual parenting. All this week, we will be praying for the salvation of our children. If your child has already made a confession of faith in Jesus, these prayers will also help to raise the bar for them as they grow in Jesus. Do you get our prayer sheets? If you don't, head over to RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org and subscribe to the prayer tribe, and you will receive a free prayer sheet for your children every week. So here are some practical tips as you lead your children to Christ. Don't be afraid to ask your children if they want to ask Jesus to come into their heart at a young age, around three, four, up to eight. I've worked with young children and trust me when I say they will say yes or no. When they receive Jesus as a young child, they become spiritually alive in Christ. However, they are too young to understand fully what it means for Jesus to be the Lord of their lives. When they're around the age of 11, this is when they are old enough for you to start discipling them and what it looks like to follow Jesus as Lord of their lives. There is nothing more precious than your children receiving Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And there is nothing more fulfilling as a parent than being the one who gets to lead them in that process. It's such a high calling to lead your children to Christ and then disciple them and what it means to walk with Jesus. So let's get started. What are some things as we're leading our children to Christ that we need to be aware of? Number one, John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Whenever the salvation of another is at stake, you must always remember to start where God starts when drawing others to himself. Jeremiah 31.3 says that it is with unfailing kindness that he draws others to himself. Think back to what drew you first to Christ. Was it with harsh words of truth? Was it by someone always preaching at you? My bet is it was through the love of those who know him. Do you have children who haven't come to know Christ yet? If so, begin with the same unconditional love and kindness that God has shown you. It's going to go a long way in drawing them to God. And don't forget to pray for them every day. Prayer 
for their salvation is your most powerful weapon for tearing down the schemes of the enemy to keep them from knowing Jesus. Romans 3.23 says, For everyone has sinned, we all fall short of God's glorious standards. We all sin, period. However, it takes humility to admit your sin and to see it for what it is. So many times you think your fear, unbelief, saying unkind things about others, telling little white lies, choosing not to forgive, and blowing up in anger aren't really bad sin. We excuse it as it's just the way we are when in fact Jesus came to save you from those very things so that you don't have to be slaves to them anymore. Our sin, no matter how small, is what nailed Jesus to the cross. And if your sin were the only sin that existed, Jesus still would have had to die the same death. But what if you do admit your sin? Confessing your sin requires a change of heart and a turning from exactly what it is you're confessing. Confessing it to Jesus and asking for forgiveness and then not doing your part by repenting isn't true confession. True confession comes with repentance. And repentance isn't just determining not to do that thing again. Repentance is not doing it and then turning toward God. When we were utterly helpless, Christ came at just the right time and died for us sinners. But God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. That's Romans 5, 6, and 8. As a mom, I can understand the willingness to give my life for the life of my children. We love our children that much. We would do anything for them, and especially if they were utterly helpless. Now imagine a God who loves you just the same. God's love for you is so big that while you were completely helpless to save yourself, he died for you. Why? So he can have an eternal relationship with you. His desire to have a relationship with you was that great. He loves you that much. He also has the same great love for your children, and he desires for them to come to know him too. What a privilege it is to lead and then disciple your children in the love that Christ has for them. Romans 6, 23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. We all love freebies, am I right? I love a good freebie. But can you imagine someone giving away something that's priceless? Who wouldn't jump on that opportunity? Can you put a price on eternal life? God did. It was the life of his only son, Jesus. He nailed his son on the cross for you and for me. Not only did he die on the cross, he went to hell for you to pay for your sin. Why? Because God knew that there would be absolutely nothing you could do to pay for your sin. It had to be the sacrifice of the most priceless thing to him, the perfect life of his own son. Eternity is a priceless gift that God already paid for through his son. It is absolutely free and it is finished. 
If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. And it is by confessing with your mouth that you are saved. That's Romans 10, 9, and 10. It's so simple and we make it so hard. Salvation is free and all you have to do is claim it by confessing with your mouth that he is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead. That's it. You make it about rules and regulations and trying to jump through all kinds of spiritual hoops. It's not about works. It's about faith. And that is in Ephesians 2, 8 and 10. It's about a daily, intimate, personal, vital relationship with the God of the universe. It's about loving him for what he's done for you so much that you're willing to do anything to be obedient to him. You can rest in him because it is finished. Parents, our greatest privilege is walking our kids through this road to faith in Jesus. Don't abdicate that privilege to the church or the youth group. Do it yourself. Sure, some of our kids will make that choice when we aren't around, and that's okay. But don't miss the opportunity that's right under your own roof. If you need more information on how to lead someone to Jesus, you can go to RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org and click the Salvation tab, and all the information you need is right there. Let me pray today. Heavenly Father, thank you for salvation. Thank you for loving us and coming to save us even when we didn't even know who you were. Thank you that you strive and want to and pursue us. Lord, may we courageously lead them to your throne in salvation and then to be faithful, Lord, to disciple them. Lord, thank you for that privilege. Thank you for our children. And I give you all the praise and the thanks and the glory in Jesus' name. Amen.